right, now that I think I've got this thing working properly, oh, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oops. It might help if I did that. Okay. Uh, just having a little bit of a tussle with the with the hands here seems uh, a little painful right now. All right, here we go. Open Sesame. Welcome to Firefox News Online. America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format. So please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally... The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast. of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone. 
and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight on my talking points, how in the world did we get so many stupid governors? Let me count the ways. Good evening and welcome to Firefox News Online. So here we go. You know, I thought that Governor Cuomo was probably the dumbest son of a bitch I ever met in my life, though I never met him. And I thought for a minute, you know, maybe, just maybe, this so-called governor would be the only problem I have to face. He's not the only problem I got to face. See, it comes down to a simple question. What in the fuck could possibly, I'm serious, be any worse than Cuomo? Well, how about more Democrat, liberal pieces of shit? In other states, governors who run other states that are completely brain dead, not exactly too bright, and need to be either told to resign or taken out of their offices kicking and screaming. Now, the reason I say this is because Governor Cuomo is an idiot. He's saying that the virus that came from China actually came from Europe. No, Governor. <clears throat> Wrong. It came from China. More specifically, Wuhan, China. But you're one of those Democrat deniers who doesn't want to believe the facts or the truth. You want to make up your own shit as you go along. And then, of course, my friend No Way up in Maine told us about General Mills. Not to be confused with the cereal company. Janet Mills, the governor of Maine who may very well get, get taken out of office kicking and screaming because she wants to keep the state locked down. Now, that really bothers me because, hey, listen, if you want to keep the state locked down, you better be prepared for the people to fight back, okay? Now, while I do agree we need to open our states carefully, respectfully, sincerely, and most of all, safely. But you know what? I also believe that we need to do something just as important. Just open the states up. Social distance for a while, see how that goes, and then lighten up on the social distancing. Face masks, yeah, keep them on hand. Always have them ready to, to put on in case Things get a little hairy, or you're not sure. But wear them for a while. Then, when the situation seems to have really abated, then what you do is you turn around and you take the mask off your face. Put it in your pocket or purse, and believe me, I think this country can get back to work I think this country can get back to business as it once was. I 
firmly believe that can be done. President Trump, trust me when I say, would probably support this wholeheartedly, but I know the Democrats would sit there and cry foul. So think about this, Democrats. You ain't got much of a choice unless you want to be dragged out of your offices kicking and screaming. And that's not a threat, by the way. I'm going to tell you up front. I'm just saying that's what's liable to happen if you don't do what the people want and not what your agenda calls for. Okay? It's real simple. Now, let me see how I can even more carefully, more delicately put it to every Democrat governor that I can name off the top of my head. Gavin Newsom, Andrew Cuomo, Janet Mills. And if I left any out, ladies and gentlemen, I do apologize, but I don't know every Democrat liberal piece of shit governor out there, so sorry. But you know what? If you want, if you live in a state where you have a Democrat for a governor, let me know. You can write to us comments, and this is temporary, folks. I haven't accessed the regular stuff yet. Comments at FirefoxNewsOnlineProductions.com. Again, that's comments at FirefoxNewsOnlineProductions.com. We still have the uh, the show's email for letting us know about news or topics and also sending your comments to us. But right now, well, uh, I'm setting up a new computer still, and it's not going well. But that's part of life. I mean, the computer works great. Don't get me wrong. It works wonderful. It's like a breath of fresh air. Well, having a little difficulty with the new HD camera, but nothing serious. But, you know, we're working on it. It's a work in progress. Anyway, I digress. So for all of these liberal Democrat states that I mentioned and the ones that I don't know who the governor is by name, let's face the reality. Democrats want to inject socialism. They want to inject communism. Oh, what a tangled web we weave. When first we practice to deceive, and the Democrats love deceiving the American people. It is what it is, folks. Time to wake up to the reality. I mean, I mentioned this here on the broadcast. They actually want to revisit Russian collusion. Yeah, there's an idea. Revisit Russian collusion. And give everybody a migraine headache. Anyway, hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the world on social media right now. 
With that having been said, it is time, as always, for the rest of the story. Easier for me to say, ain't it, folks? <laughs> All right, we are live, large and in charge, from the studios in the Hudson Valley. And yes, folks, for those of you watching your video, guess what? You're not seeing things. You're not seeing things. That's right. I'm back, baby. It's a big back on the video side. I got the camera working. It didn't come with the software. But it sure does a good job by looks. It's an HD camera that is absolutely positively the bomb for now. When I get the other the other uh, camera, which should come in uh, over the next couple of days, I hope to have it. I'm going to test it and see if it works better than the one I am currently using and if it has the software necessary. If not, then I will have to sit back up Put it away because it's going. It'll be used as a replacement camera. That's what I get for being a cheapskate. <laughs> All right, three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. And if you're thinking for one minute that you're not, you know, in the right place. Trust me, you are in the right place. This is Firefox News Online, the only place on earth where the host is having more fun than a than a barrel of monkeys. More fun than cars got liver pills in a bottle. But I would not be able to have that much fun for long. I need people to call in. That's right. 347-945-5747. And <clears throat> here we go. In my chat room, I've got Gunslinger, Billy, and no ways in the house. Uh, let me see here. There's something I forgot. Oh, I forgot to open the switchboard. Shame on me. Uh, that's what I get for getting old, I guess, hey, boys and girls. <laughs> uh, yes, indeedy. All right, I got the switchboard loading. Loading. And there's Gunslinger already called it in and in and in and in and in. All right. How you doing, Gun? No, I'm sitting here. Nice. 70, 30 degrees. Nice. <clears throat> no rain. So far. Well, uh, hmm. Well, let me see here. Make sure it refreshes. Oh, bother. You got the nicer weather. It's 42 degrees in my neck of the woods, but it feels like 46. And we got a freeze warning in effect. Again, isn't summer coming? 
I mean, seriously, isn't summer supposed to be here? <clears throat> well, at least down here in this neck of the woods it is. <laughs> or I'm in the south of the woods, too. <laughs> All right. Okay, they changed the appearance a little bit on the, on my <clears throat> chat list. Anyway, they are let. There is a oh boy, three trillion dollars. The next relief package, but it is loaded down with more pork than Carter's got liver pills in a bottle. So they're going. They're set to. If I heard correctly, I believe they said they're set to vote on it Friday in the Congress. Now that seems a bit odd. Miss Pelosi probably has vote by mail. Oh, and by the way, my county sent me a, a an absentee ballot in the mail, and I'm willing to bet that Miss Pelosi put vote by mail back in on this bill that they're looking to vote on in the Congress. But Mitch McConnell is saying, eh, no, not right now. Not yet. Too soon. Yeah, it, it, it'll die in the Senate. Because what's happening, because no way just pointed this out in the chat room, and he's right, it'll die in the Senate. It's, it's going to end up dying there because what is what will happen and Gunslinger, I'd like to get your thoughts on this, uh, is when it dies in the Senate, watch how fast the Democrats go ballistic. Okay? They will absolutely, positively go fucking nuts. So, Gun... Oh, and by the way, they they reduced the the amount for uh, people to receive from two thousand to twelve hundred. Well, good. Are you there? Of course. <clears throat> yeah, of course. You know, the, the Democrats are going to go apeshit. Okay, because like you said, it will it will die just like the way said it will die in the city on Monday. Okay. Uh, because they're power hungry. Remember, 
they that's the only way they can get their little torps in is to basically blackmail the country. And that's exactly what they're doing. Okay. I thought blackmail was a federal crime last time I heard. Um but does that surprise yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't surprise me. I'm surprised they got all kinds of shit in that damn. Uh, if it had, if it, if it, if if Piglosi has anything to do with it, sheesh. There's no telling what's in there. That's why it's going to die in there because I'm sure Trump will see right through it. Fuck you. We ain't doing this. What are you crazy? Do something for the country for a change, not for yourself and your screwball party. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean. By my estimation, they're they're asking for they're probably asking for all kinds of pork. I mean, we're talking so much pork it give the it would give this country a major heart attack. You know, I mean, not for anything, but. I wouldn't want to be in their shoes when the shit hits the fan. And it will, too. It will hit the fan pretty quick. So what I'm what, the way I see it, okay, I agree. I, I'm in agreement with you guys because the way the way they're going about it, they're trying to bum rush this bill through. Why? Why rush it through so so quickly? What, what's the point of that? You know, what is the reasoning for for pushing a three trillion dollar bill? And oh, and they want to give money to the to the states to bail out the states. Trump already said he's not bailing out state. He 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 does not want to bail out states that have even before the coronavirus pandemic fucked up their own economy. But the Democrats, you know, they they don't care what Trump says as long as they get their way. I think that's part of the reason why Mitch McConnell may be kind of holding back a little, you know? Well, you know, I have to agree with him that the states don't need to be bailed out. Let them go get their let let them go get that all that money that they're sitting on in their CAFR accounts. Okay, let them let them teach in the back. Okay, hell, they got hundreds of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars kind of tucked away for a rainy day fund. Don't believe me. Go call up the state of Texas. They got one, too. I think it's like uh, if it's not a half a billion, it's three-quarters of a billion dollars. They call it the rainy day fund. In other words, it's a capper account. Okay? And they're proud of it, too. Hell, I'd be proud of sitting on that kind of money, too. I'd chat my ass real good. Okay? So it's just not just Texas. Every fucking state out there has got it. So why should they get a bailout from the federal government? Let them go. Let them go tap on their own titty. Go ahead. 
No, I exactly. Well, look, if a, if there is a state in this country that that has been financially impacted by the coronavirus pandemic severely through no fault of their own, then I might I might then I could see it. But a lot of these liberal governors have decided they're going to, well, let's see, they're going to fuck up their economies, fuck up their budgets, fuck up everything, and expect the government to bail them out. They're the ones that should not see any money. That's the whole, the whole thing right there. But... Don't punish the you know the states that are in financial difficulty because of the coronavirus pandemic. You know, well, I wouldn't give you a fucking dime if you were one of them states that uh. Oh yeah, I wouldn't give you a fucking dime if you was one of those states that uh, that supports the sanctuary cities and you know giving the goddamn uh, illegals uh, money and services and perks and everything while your ass starves in the street. Fuck them, okay? I mean this is this is this is fucking goddamn ridiculous. I mean because they're they are you know. Uh, you know, bowing down, basically, for a better word, uh, these fucking illegals, okay? Well, I'm sorry. That's why you're illegal. Get the fuck off me, you illegal June bug, you son of a bitch, probably a Democrat, okay? Um, yeah, so why... <laughs> why you... yeah, I think it was a Democrat, so I, you know, I have sitting there on my knee, and I went, boom, with my second finger and ricocheted off the coast over there. Good enough for him. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and I hope it didn't put a dent. Uh, hopefully, it did not dent the post. No, it's a four by four. It's tougher. <laughs> Nobody says he can't hear me. Oh, really? That's strange. All right. Let me see if I can fix that. All right. Go ahead. Go- oh, it it's set to the. It, it didn't set to the uh, HD uh, on, on part of the speakers. Hate when that happens. It was on speakers, just not the right ones. So, go ahead, Gun. Try again. Well, I hope you can hear me now. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> but yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, these idiots are so. I can't just. They're just as fucked up. It's not even. It's not even fucking funny. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to bail out these, at least these businesses. Okay, and some of the corporations. But remember, who works for the corporations? People do. Okay, so if you're bailing out a corporation, then you're bailing out the people that work for the corporation, which is good. Okay, they, it's gonna have to be done. But uh, bailing out everybody, like the airline industry, uh, they're going to be hurting for a while, probably about two or three years at least. Uh, the cruise lines, boy, they're going to be up 
chick crick without a paddle, too. Probably without even a crick. They might be able to out there and dry dock them some bitches. Anything that has a large gathering of people, okay, is going to be, you know, pretty well fucked up for a while. I mean, and, you know, here we go again. You know, they say, well, you know, shouldn't you shouldn't restart the economy yet, blah, blah, blah. Well, you better restart the motherfucker or you'll be fucking starving in the street. Ron Reck will get his fucking economic collapse because it will collapse. You cannot idle a, a society and an economy the size of this country, okay? It's just fucking impossible. You'll sink. You'll crash and burn, okay? So you have to, just like I've said before, you, you, that may be between a rock and a hard place, okay, yeah, and there will probably be more people die, yeah, but... What do you what what is the alternative? Die ourselves from starvation and and the economy is collapsed and you use your money as toilet paper? <laughs> Not a very good idea. Good. Well, I look at it like this. Ron's not going to. Ron, Ron's not going to get his economic collapse. He's not, because you and I both know Trump will just not sit idly by and let that and let this country fall and fall, fall down to its knees. Okay, he ain't going to let that happen. Wrong button. The president will not allow this country to fail. You watch. Because there is nothing there is nothing that that guy hasn't in his administration hasn't thought up yet to try and get this country back on its feet. So, I'll tell you what. Gun, I hear you having a conversation in the background. I'm gonna put you on mute. Let me know in the chat room when 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 you're when you're uh, when when you're done. So this way I can unmute you, okay? Because I don't want your private conversation going over the airwaves. That, that would be that's not fair to you. All right, so now I've got something I want to play for you, folks. Uh, and this is in regards to that three trillion dollar house bill that, like Noah said, and I agree with him, will die in Congress. And not Congress; it'll die in the Senate. So let me see. I'm pretty sure I put it right where it should be. Bear with me, folks. Now... Okay, okay. 
I'm going to have to track it. Yeah, I know it's here. I know it's here. Now, let me see. Come on. Open Sesame. Bear with me, folks. Just only take a second. Oh, you've got to be kidding me today. Uh, everything I do seems to not want to be. And of course, stuff I don't want to play is coming up anyway. Now let me see here. Oh, this is just not going well. So let me see if maybe Fox News has it. Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. When I say, Mister No Way, uh, are you feeling up to uh, conversing on the air tonight? Uh, that goes uh, for you as well, Mister 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 William. Found it. I knew I had it in the right spot. Of course, I had to go there. Now, first, I'm going to play Mitch, uh, a clip by Mitch McConnell. This was today. So I'm going to play Mitch McConnell's first, then, Sen- then Senator Chuck the Schmuck. Yes, that's right, folks. I said Senator Chuck the Schmuck. It is what it is. Y'all will get over it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do it this way, George. Use a brain cell. Oh, I can't do it that way. Okay, fine. Tonight's candlelight vigil for fallen officers will go on as a virtual event. Our hearts will be united in remembering these heroes, and their names are added to the National Law Enforcement Memorial. I'm thinking especially of two of my fellow Kentuckians who will be among those memorialized. Meade County Sheriff's Deputy Chris Halsey answered the call of public service with a distinguished career that also included time as a firefighter and a paramedic. He was attacked while investigating a suspect and was pronounced dead hours later. Chief Deputy Bobby Wayne Jacobs of the Knott County Sheriff's Office suffered a fatal heart attack following a tense call for service. Bobby's colleagues remember the lasting positive impact he made on so many. Both of these deputies left behind children, loving friends, and a commonwealth made safer by their service. We also cannot let this year's National Police Week pass us without 
reaffirming our gratitude for our very own U.S. Capitol Police. These men and women protect this institution with the greatest professionalism, no matter the challenge. To all peace officers in Kentucky, here in the Capitol, and all across the country, your country thanks you. Now, speaking of keeping our nation safe, the Senate has work of our own to do this week to ensure the safety and security of our nation. In addition to fighting this historic pandemic, it is also our job to keep sight of the other threats to national security that are still evolving, independent of COVID-19. Far from any frontline hospital, the PRC's domineering approach to contested territories in the South China Sea is keeping the men and women of the U.S. 7th Fleet on high alert. From dark corners of cyberspace, Russia busies our national security and intelligence experts with a steady flow of infectious propaganda and disinformation. From the Mediterranean to the Gulf of Aden, Iran continues to expand its regional influence, sow division, promote terror, and threaten America and its partners. And across Afghanistan, the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, and ISIS continue to undermine the work of an international coalition and a representative government. These are just a few of the global threats that were with us long before the COVID-19 crisis, and they've only gotten worse during the pandemic. History reminds us that when great nations confront profound challenges at home, their enemies and competitors do not politely pause their own efforts until the situation becomes more stable. Rather, from Beijing to Moscow to caves in the Middle East, our adversaries would be tickle pink if the coronavirus causes the United States to lose our ability to multitask. Some of our Democratic colleagues have implied recently that it is beneath the Senate, beneath the Senate to spend time on any business that does not exclusively pertain to the pandemic. I could not disagree more strongly. Common sense tells us this crisis demands more vigilance on other fronts of national security, not less. When we take our oaths of office as U.S. Senators, we swear to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. This coronavirus may have shoved its way to the top of that list, but the list is still a long one indeed. Unfortunately, for several weeks now, our nation has been less prepared than normal to defend ourselves against those who wish us harm. And it's not because of the coronavirus, it's because House Democrats have failed to act. Back in March, the Senate passed a clean short-term extension of key authorities under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, while a broader renegotiation was underway. After the shameful abuses of the FISA process that marred the 2016 presidential campaign, there was a clear need for meaningful reforms to bring more daylight and accountability into the process. But at the same time, many of us on both sides of the aisle were absolutely intent on preserving these critical national security tools that have helped keep America safe. So while discussions were underway on how to strike the right balance, the Senate passed a bipartisan short-term extension so that these important tools could remain in our national security professionals' hands while Congress got our act together. Unfortunately, Speaker Pelosi has let that extension sit on her desk and gather dust. So for more than eight weeks, eight weeks, these important tools have gone dark. Fortunately, the Attorney General and members of Congress have worked together to craft a compromise solution that will implement needed reforms while preserving the core national security tools. 
These intense discussions have produced a strong bill that balances the need for accountability with our solemn obligation to protect our citizens and defend our homeland. I understand that several of our colleagues believe this compromise bill is not perfect. Sadly, imperfection is a fact of life when it comes to compromise legislation. But while I respect my distinguished colleagues whose amendments we'll be voting on later today, I would urge senators to vote against them. The current bill in its current form already strikes the correct and delicate balance. And there is certainly no guarantee that another new version of this legislation would necessarily pass the House or earn the president's support. This version has already done both. We cannot let the perfect become the enemy of the good when key authorities are currently sitting expired and unusable. In sum, while the Senate continues overseeing the national response to the coronavirus crisis, we're also making sure the pandemic does not inflict even greater harm by distracting us from other threats and challenges that preceded it. Off the floor, our committees are working through a number of pressing national security nominations from the Director of National Intelligence to the Secretary of the Navy to other high openings at the Pentagon. When the time comes, I hope we'll be able to fill these crucial openings promptly through bipartisan cooperation here on the floor. I hope our Democratic colleagues think carefully before applying reflexive partisan delays even to the vital security positions during a global emergency. We cannot put Homeland Security on autopilot because another crisis has our attention. The Senate can, will, and must continue to pay attention to both. Morning business is closed. Under the previous order, the Senate will resume consideration of H.R. 6172, which the clerk will report. Counter number 440, H.R. 6172, an act to amend the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act of 1978 to prohibit the production of certain business records and for other purposes. Okay, now what I will now you heard what what uh, Senator McConnell, this the uh, uh, majority leader in the Senate had to say. Now it's time to get your industrial strength barf bags out, folks. This means you will be listening to, unfortunately, you will be listening to Chuck the Schmuck Schumer. And believe me, he's a schmuck. So here goes. Personal protective equipment to begin safely returning to. Oops. It started from where I left off. Let me try that again. It is so predictable that the Republican leader would oppose the bill before he saw what's in it. And now that it is so necessary for so many Americans, it's predictable that Republicans are just saying no. The Republican leader also called the bill aspirational. The Republican leader should know it is not aspirational when a family can't feed their children. It is not aspirational when Americans for the first time 
are, about, are worried about losing their homes and being evicted from their apartments. It is not aspirational when Americans are facing a health crisis in which every one of us is afraid that we might come down with a dangerous illness or spread it to a loved one. It is not aspirational. We are talking about urgent and necessary relief. But out of reflective knee-jerk partisanship, the Republican leadership in the Senate basically declared the House bill dead on arrival before it was even announced. It's a shocking and incomprehensible position to take at this moment of national crisis. It would be one thing for the Republican leadership to say, well, let's sit down and negotiate. Let's talk about where both parties can come together to do something for this nation, the nation's well-being at this time of urgent crisis. But they have taken the position that there is absolutely no urgency to do anything at all. On Monday, here's what the Republican leader said. Republicans, he said, quote, have yet to feel the urgency to act immediately. What will it take? Are they so, so wrapped around a hard right ideology that they can't see the real needs of the American people? Is there no urgency on testing? Talk to your local businesses. Talk to your local mayors. Talk to your local governors. See if there's no urgency on testing. Is there no urgency to provide relief to renters and homeowners? No urgency to prevent firefighters, police officers, and teachers from being laid off by state and local governments whose budgets are underwater in both blue and red states? I'd like to know how many of my Republican colleagues actually, actually oppose providing reassurance to state and local government so that teachers in Iowa, firefighters in North Carolina, and police officers in Kentucky don't get laid off. The support our states need is in the House bill. It is very close to what the governors, Democrat and Republican, have asked for. Leader McConnell frequently highlights the heroism of our essential workers. I applaud him for that. But well, why don't we, in addition to giving speeches on the floor, put a little money in their pockets for the extra expenses they're undergoing? Why isn't there an urgency to provide them hazard pay? That's in the House bill. Leader McConnell and President Trump have placed a great emphasis on reopening the country as quickly as possible. That's something we all want to see. So how do we achieve that safely, far and away? The most important factor in reopening the economy is testing. We are far behind where we should be. Fauci made that clear yesterday, despite the president's lies and mistruths about testing. Remember, our president said on March 6th, I think it was, anyone who wants a test can have a test. That is even not true today. Deluding the American people, deluding, running from the truth to say what pops into your head so it sounds good to the media for that moment, which it seems to be the president's M.O., doesn't help, doesn't help. Everyone knows that until this crisis is over and on into the future, we're going to need personal protective equipment to begin safely returning to work. As I mentioned, I wore on the floor this mask made in Rochester by Hickey Freeman. 
Well, the House bill, the House bill includes crucial support for supply chain and manufacturing of PPP. Should we wait on that? Is that not urgent? Ambulance worker, a healthcare worker not having the PPE they need? Not urgent? Who believes that? Does Leader McConnell, does President Trump, to our Republican colleagues? It is just baffling, baffling, that at this time of probably the greatest crisis we have faced, both health and economic, in decades, that Senate, the Senate Republican leadership, instead of working with Democrats to find common ground on these crucial issues, has decided it will begin taking, it will be against taking urgent and necessary action to help the American people in a time of national crisis. Unless, of course, that means liability protections for big corporations. That seems to be their number one concern. Mr. President, or Madam President, more than 30 million Americans are now unemployed. More than 80,000 Americans have died. Just how many lost jobs, lost businesses, lost lives will it take before Senate Republicans begin to feel the urgency? Now, on another matter. Last week, Americans learned that the Trump White House had blocked release by the Center for Disease Control of a document that contained guidance for safely reopening up the country. According to media reports, this guidance was painstakingly prepared by the CDC to help the country determine when and how to begin easing social distancing without causing undue risk to public health, further spread of COVID, the reoccurrence of a second wave, and more infections and more deaths. The CDC guidance included detailed information and flowcharts to help guide states, local governments, businesses, schools, churches and religious institutions, and individuals as they consider these very challenging questions. Businesses want to know how and when to open. Citizens want to know how they should behave to protect themselves yet get the country open. Guidance includes detailed information and flowcharts to help. Now a version of this document appeared in the media, but we still don't have the official document as completed by the CDC. Of course, every American, regardless of where they live or what party they belong to, wants to get back to normal as quickly as possible. I know every member of the Senate wants that to happen as soon as it possibly can. I certainly do. But making the wrong decisions about when, where, and how fast to reopen could result in the loss of precious lives that could be otherwise saved and in the recurrence of a COVID second wave that, God forbid, could be worse than the first. In order to make these decisions widely, the country needs guidance of the nation's best medical and scientific experts. These literally are matters of life and of death. And that's exactly why the CDC prepared this guidance. But the White House has blocked the release of the CDC guidance, reportedly so the president and his political appointees can make changes to it. Now, as we all know, the president is not a doctor. The president is not a scientist. Many don't even believe he's a stable genius, like he thinks he is. It has become painfully clear over the last two months 
how unfamiliar he is with the disciplines of science and medicine. Anyone who would say, drink bleach, use bleach to protect yourself is not much of a medical expert. So it's difficult, if not impossible, to imagine any legitimate constructive purpose in a desire by the president or his staff to edit the CDC's work. I wish President Trump and his aides could be trusted to tell the American people the truth about this public health crisis. I wish they could be trusted not to engage in political censorship of the medical and scientific judgments of our nation's foremost experts. But at this point in the crisis, after all the falsehoods, all the disinformation, all the transparent attempts at political spin, every American knows full well that the president and his staff simply cannot be trusted to tell the truth about the coronavirus. Just yesterday, the president claimed that COVID-19 cases are falling everywhere in America. But another report, also yet to be released by the president's own coronavirus task force, is said to show that infection rates are spiking to new heights in a large number, in a number of large and small communities around the country, places in Tennessee and Iowa, Texas and Kentucky. The point is that America needs and must have the candid guidance of our best scientists, unfiltered, unedited, uncensored by President Trump or his political minions. The CDC report on reopening the country is an important piece of that guidance. The Senate should unanimously support the uncensored release of that document. And therefore, I will now offer a very simple and brief unanimous consent request, and I hope all senators will support it. So I ask unanimous consent. The Senate proceed to the immediate consideration of Senate Resolution 572, expressing the sense of the Senate that the report of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, entitled, quote, Guidance for Implementing the Opening Up of America Again Framework, be released immediately. I further ask that the resolution be agreed to and that the motions to reconsider be considered, made, and laid upon the table with no intervening action or debate. Is there objection? Reserving the right to, Madam President. The Senator from Indiana. Reserving the right to object. The argument that the White House and task force have been not been transparent, in my mind, is a faux argument from the minority leader. He's really trying to let career regulators at agencies like the CDC bog down the economy, again with bureaucratic hurdles. I would probably know that as well as any senator here, because I spent 12 years ago fighting to reform health care. It's related agencies that bog the system down, a system that gives us a health care cost that is double that of any other across the country. We'll get back to that. Eighty senators on both sides of the aisle weighed in on that before the coronavirus raised its ugly head. The White House and tax, uh, task force have been beyond transparent in the midst of this outbreak. There you have it, Senator Chuck the Schmuck Schumer. It, it boggles the mind 
That's the just. There you go. Senator Chuck the Schmuck Schumer. Um, calling the president a liar, as usual. No surprise there. I mean, it's like way, 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 way bigger than than, than, than usual when he calls the president a liar. I mean, let's face the reality, folks. It is what it is. Well, before I get back to Gunslinger on the phone lines, let me go to this uh, 740 call. Seven four zero, go ahead. How girthy do you think Schumer's talk is? You're done. I know where that's going. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, we're not gonna play this game tonight. All right, gun. Listening to Chuck the Schmuck. Well, you know. Well, you know. If, if that man's if nose that man was nose, like pokey nose, nose it'd be back into the moon it'd back. It's a fucking full of it. And I hear myself repeating your You shouldn't be. Uh, let me see if what's going on here. You'll hear it. All right, hang on a second. Turn down the speaker a little. Right now. Test, test, test. Okay, it's gone. Uh, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> this this idiot is a clown. How the hell did he even get to that position that he's in is freaking beyond me. Okay, it's not what you know, it's who you know or something like that, you know. Or money, I don't know. Uh, every oh, let's blame it all on Trump. Yeah, well, of course you know we know that we know that that he's going to blame it on Trump. He can blame everything on Trump. Like, like he can do a better job. Give me a freaking break. These fucking people are liars. He's a goddamn liar. He wants to ramrod the deal to impeach Trump on all the bullshit conjured up, fucking lying, fake bullshit that they try to do, past moments and everything. You know, Emerson Fields probably got into the office, okay, in 2016. And you really going to believe that motherfucker? Shut the fuck, fuck you. You a goddamn lying little cunt. Go back from under the rock where you crawled up, crawled out from. Jeez, what a scumbag. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, look. Chuck Schumer and all Democrats in the Senate, all the Democrats in the Congress, not just Chuck the Schmuck, believe their own bullshit so much that it's honestly it's hard to believe that they even, you know, they can't. It's hard to believe that they don't start lying when they first wake up in the morning. They probably do. They probably look <laughs> in the mirror and go, 
Well, you look absolutely dapper today. In the meantime, they've got bags under their eyes from all the booze they drank the night before. Their eyes are bloodshot. And well, let's face it. That's just a that's just being I'm just that's just being kind. Nine one seven area code, go. Hey, I'm sucking on my mom's titty. Suck on your. You're gonna need to go suck mommy's tit for a while, you dumbass. Go back to your basement dwelling. Yep. This goes to show. Here we go again, folks. <laughs> but they don't get to stay very long, do they? Yeah. We'll make sure of that. But, yeah, no. First of all, I did not hear anything in the media that said that President Trump blocked the CDC information. What actually happened is the CDC said that the, the information was released prematurely. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it was it, the information got out there. And you know what? I don't think Trump blocked shit. And if he did, it's not so that they can, he can have it tweaked the way he wants it. But, you know, these, these Democrats, they just love to bullshit everybody. It's, it's that fear-mongering. Yes, fear-mongering. Isn't that a lovely thing? Unbelievable. I, I, I get this insane feeling. I really do get this insane feeling that at some point... Somebody's going to have to tell these jokers uh, tell somebody, you know, tell them that they're full of shit. They're really full of shit. So <clears throat> it's hard to say where 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 this country is going to end up at the rate things are going. All right, what in the world is that I'm hearing? Are you outdoors, Gun, or, or are you indoors? Hey, I'm sitting out here on the deck. Outside. Is the wind blowing? Uh, yeah, it's blowing a little bit. Right here, wind. That's <laughs> what it is. It's, it's, it's rubbing up on your microphone there, and it's. I hear a tiny whistle of sorts. That's okay. No big. I can, turn, I can turn the microphone down just a little bit. 
get the built in on the laptop. No, you're good. You're, 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 don't worry about it. You're good. I just I, I I just happened to notice it. It has a very low coasting sound to it. You know. Ah, uh, names have been dropped. Apparently, there's a list of Obama-era officials who sought to unmask Flynn. Includes huge names at the White House. Oh, how interesting. Yes, a list of officials who sought to unmask Flynn has been released. Biden, Comey, Obama, Chief of Staff, among them. Top Obama administration officials purportedly requested to unmask the identity of former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn during the presidential transition period, according to a list of names from the controversial process made public Wednesday. The list was declassified in recent days by Acting Director of National Intelligence Richard Grinnell, and then sent to GOP Senators Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson, who made the documents public. The roster features top-ranking figures, including then-Vice President Joe Biden, a detail already being raised by the Trump campaign in the bare-knuckle 2020 presidential race, where Biden is now the Democrats' presumptive nominee. The list also includes then-FBI Director James Comey, then-Director CIA John Brennan, then-Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, and Obama's then-Chief of Staff Dennis McDonough. I declassified the enclosed document which I am providing to you for your situational awareness, Grinnell wrote to the GOP Senators in sending along the list. Grinnell's note was addressed to Senators Grassley, Republican from Iowa, and Johnson, Republican from Wisconsin, who had penned a letter to him and Attorney General Bill Barr regarding the declassification of files related to the unmasking process earlier in the day. Grinnell already made the decision to declassify information about Obama administration officials who were involved in the unmasking of Flynn, whose calls with the former Russian ambassador during the presidential transition were picked up in surveillance and later leaked. His case has returned to the national spotlight after the DOJ moved to dismiss charges against him of lying to the FBI about those conversations, despite a guilty plea that he later sought to withdraw. Trump allies claim Flynn was wrongly targeted and have suggested high-level involvement in an effort to bring him down. Democrats, however, claim the DOJ's decision to abandon the case shows how it has become politicized. Both the DOJ and Grinnell had been discussing these unmasking files after Grinnell appeared to have delivered those files to the department last week. 
There were some tensions between the two offices over who would actually pull the trigger to release them. <laughs> Ultimately, the publication came from Capitol Hill after Grinnell sent lawmakers the files. The declassified list specifically showed officials who may have received Lieutenant General Flynn's identity in response to a request processed between 8 November 2016 and 31 January 2017 to unmask an identity that had been generically referred to in an NSA foreign intelligence report, the document obtained by Fox News Channel read. Each individual was an authorized recipient of the official report, and the unmasking was approved through NSA's standard process, which includes a review of the justification for the request. The document said, only certain personnel are authorized to submit unmasking requests to the NSA system. In this case, 16 authorized individuals requested unmasking for redacted, was redacted, different NSA intelligence reports for select identified principles. The document added, while the principles are identified below, we cannot confirm they saw the unmasked information. This response does not include any requests outside of the, specific, the specified time frame. All right, so basically, there's there's a a big uh, disconnect. And that disconnect is between <laughs> the brain matter of the Democrats and reality. Six oh six area code, go ahead. Oh, sorry about that. I'm in my That's basement door and sucking on my mom's titty. You're, uh, go suck mommy's titties in the basement, will you, boy? Jesus. You guys got some balls tonight. So, Gunslinger, I'm going to go back to the beginning of this uh, of this. And there is a list of names in here. A lot of some of which is redacted information, but let me see if I can. Ah, it's a PDF. Good. I'm going to have to download this thing real quick so I can actually read it better. In such small print, my eyes are starting to get really, really painfully sore from trying to read it. Trust me, squinting is not something I recommend. All right. 
now that I've got it open. Okay. So, in looking at this, uh, it's a list of recipients who may have received Lieutenant General Flynn's identity in response to a request processed between November 8, 2016 and January, January 31st of 2017 uh, to unmask an identity that had been generically referred to in an NSA foreign intelligence report. So here we go. With, I'm going to give you some of these names here. Uh, U.S. Ambassador to the, to the United Nations, Samantha Power. Then Director of National Intelligence, James Clapper. Then Deputy Chief of Mission, Kelly Degnan. I think that's how it's pronounced. U.S. Ambassador to Italy and the Republic of San Marino, John Phillips. The then Director of the CIA, John Brennan. OIA Director, Patrick Conlon. Then Treasury Secretary, Jacob Liu. Acting Assistant Secretary of the Treasury, Arthur Danny McLinn, then Acting Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Treasury, Mike Neufeld, Deputy Secretary of the Treasury at that time, Sarah Raskin, the then Undersecretary of the Treasury, Nathan Sheets, Acting Undersecretary of the Treasury, Adam Zubin, U.S. NATO Defense Advisor at the time, Robert Bell. U.S. Representative to the NATO Military Committee, Baden Christensen. Then Director of the FBI, James Comey. They redacted the name of the Chief Syria Group. They redacted the, dep the Deputy Assistant Director of NEMC. NEMC, U.S. NATO Office of the Defense Advisor, Policy Advisor for Russia, Lieutenant Colonel Paul Gehring, I think that's how it's pronounced, U.S. NATO, US NATO Redacted, Advisor to Ambassador Douglas Lute, Redacted, U.S. NATO Deputy DFAD James Hirsch, Chief Syria Group, also again redacted. U.S. Deputy Chief of Mission to NATO, Mr. Litzenberger. U.S. Permanent Representative to NATO, Ambassador Douglas Lute. USA DOE in Executive Briefer, redacted. U.S. NATO political officer, redacted, and then the name Scott Parrish, U.S. Department of, U.S. DOE Deputy Secretary of Energy, Elizabeth Sherwood Randall. It's a lot of people that are getting this information. U.S.A. Department of Energy in, Executive Briefer, 
redacted. U.S. NATO political advisor, Tamir Wasser. And then there are three, four other names redacted. And U.S. ambassador to Russia, John Teft. Then go then the last of the, on the list, U.S. Ambassador to Turkey, Ambassador Bass, Chief of Staff to the President of the United States, Dennis McDonough, Deputy Director of National Intelligence for Intelligence Interrogation, Integration, sorry, Michael Dempsey, Principal Deputy Director of National Intelligence, Stephanie L. O'Sullivan, CIA slash CTMC, redacted. And the last name on the list, Joseph R. Biden. So all these people got their hands on this list. This is very, very, very interesting. So I'm curious. What do all these people need that information for? Very interesting to see what they end up with. Gunslinger, with all those names, what we we now know that the DOJ is attempting to squash the case, and that the judge involved in the case is dragging his heels. Now we see we get a list of of all these people, okay. A list of all these people. So the question now becomes, okay, so we're going to have a list of all these people getting information on Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Why? What was the purpose? Let's try and dissect that idea. Go ahead. No, there, there ain't no telling. It's uh, they, they definitely got there, there's something there somewhere. Well, all this stuff wouldn't be floating around, okay? So <laughs> it'd be interesting to know what's in all that stuff. Yeah, why this list? I mean, what, what's what's so damn important about this list? Oh boy, what wicked ways we do! I guarantee you, that's some juicy information in there of what they've got. Who's got who on who? Who's got who on who? Who who? Who who? I said I'm like a fucking owl. Who who? Um, it's it's amazing. It's like like I've always said. It's like a gigantic spider web, okay? And they get caught in this spider web. Boom boom. And the big old fat spider just sitting there going, "Yeah, <laughs> come on, your dinner." <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so they want to create a case. This is what Noe said in the chat room. They want to create a case where there is none. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing, uh, Noe. They're trying to build, create this case against Michael Flynn 
where none exists, and the presumptive nominee for the Dummycrats, and old pedophile Joe, he's 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 right there on the list. The fuck is he gonna do with it? He doesn't even know how to how to talk to to reporters to answer questions. He can't even stop five seconds without getting without having a gaffe come up. So I don't know. It's crazy. But what what I'm trying to wrap my head around. All right, what I'm trying to wrap my head around is this. Here you have the judge involved in this. Oh, and it gets even it gets even better. Hey, get a load of this. The judge in the Flynn case called an anti-Trump lawyer to make arguments. I kid you not, folks. Get a load of this crap. D.C. District Court Judge Emmett Sullivan issued an unusual order Wednesday appointing a law firm partner to present arguments in opposition to the government's motion to dismiss the matter and to consider whether the court should hold Flynn in contempt for perjury. The partner, retired federal judge John Gleason, has openly criticized the Trump administration's handling of Michael Flynn's case, raising concerns that he was selected to improperly bolster Sullivan's efforts to keep the Flynn case alive, even though both the government and defendant want it dismissed. Sullivan has previously suggested Flynn may have committed treason in a bizarre 2018 courtroom outburst and seemingly confused by key details about Flynn's overseas lobbying work. The process reasons, the precise reasons, sorry, for the perjury review were not clear in Sullivan's order. Last year, Flynn abruptly abandoned his plan to provide testimony against a former associate after admitting that he had lied on federal forms required under the Foreign Agents Registration Act, or FARA, Lynn has said he received constitutionally inadequate legal advice. Although Flynn was never charged with the FARA violations or perjury, he admitted to making materially false statements and omissions concerning his work in Turkey as part of his plea agreement. Flynn ultimately pleaded guilty on uh, only to one count of lying to FBI agents in the White House 
in January 2017, and his legal bills mounted, leading him to sell his home. Now, Flynn did not plead guilty to perjury, which applies to false statements under oath in a legal proceeding. In leaked remarks this week, though former, pre- though former so-called President Obama conspicuously suggested Flynn had been charged with perjury. Gleason, a retired New York Federal District Court judge, was specifically appointed as an amicus curé, okay, or friend of the court. Gleason is now a partner at the international law firm DeBevos and Plimpton. Gleason penned an op-ed this week, apparently prejudging the Flynn case, writing that the Flynn record reeks of improper political influence. So if the court finds dismissal would result in a miscarriage of justice, it can deny the motion, refuse to permit withdrawal of the guilty plea, and proceed to sentencing, Gleason wrote. The Twitter sleuth Technofog pointed out that Gleason was recently, has recently worked with Andrew Weissman, a former prosecutor on special counsel Robert Mueller's team. And attorney Ron Coleman noted that DeVos, DeVos sorry, has also represented Sally Yates, the former deputy attorney general who was fired after she took the extraordinary step of refusing to defend a Trump administration executive order in court. The unexpected move to appoint Gleason came just a day after Sullivan issued an order indicating he'll soon accept amicus submissions in the case, drawing immediate scrutiny and a planned ethics complaint against Sullivan who had previously refused to hear amicus briefs in the case. Sullivan notably has not appointed an amicus to counter Gleason's argument. Sullivan has said, however, that he anticipated that individuals and organizations will file briefs for the benefit of the court and as he prepares to rule on the government's motion to dismiss the case, citing a mountain of previously undisclosed exculpatory evidence. I'm going to stop right there because this is a lot of reading. But we get the general idea, don't we, folks? So, what are you going to do? 207 area code. Go. Hey, it's me. I've been pardoned. You've been you've been you've been paroled. You've been pardoned. You've been paroled. released. Cool. Yeah. All right. Much like General Flynn. But um, <laughs> what I wanted to point out. <laughs> 
that list of people you were uh, you mentioned first before reading this article, you need to under, if if you look at the dates, what that's about. That's about the unmasking. That has to do with the FISA warrant. That was back in 2017. Uh, Susan Powell, that was the Attorney General for Obama's son back then. What the concern is is they were saying the they the what they configure is that the unmasking they haven't seen the application yet for the reason why that has to be in there. But what they're concerned about is why were they asking for the unmasking of General Flynn based on a phone call to the ambassador to Russia before he made the actual call to Russia, you know, to the ambassador, which all incoming administrations will do. So you have all of these people, Comey, Clapper, Brennan, and yes, even in January, once he made the phone call, now you have all of a sudden, you know, pedophile Joe. Why does why do these people this what I think what's being laid out here is they're giving bits and pieces of the scope of the coup and what was going on. I think it's all they're slowly leading it back to Obama. Now as far as far as Sullivan goes, this judge, he cannot go to a sentencing phase because there's been no trial. Flynn has not been found guilty of anything. I'm an appeals judge. I was an appeals judge. I know how the, the, the game is played. So there's been no trial. He has not been found guilty by a trial. So there can be no sentencing. He redacted his guilty plea. And now with the DOJ, for the reasons that they dropped the case, is because the case was not a case, and it was made and created under false premise. So the defense, or make actually the prosecutors, they have no case to bring against Flynn because he committed no crime. He was coerced into a guilty plea for lying, but he didn't lie because he didn't he didn't do what they said he lied about. They were trying to say he was colluding with Russia against to meddle in an election. That's why he was talking with Russia. And no. Oh, so you deny calling the ambassador. That's what the lie is. Because of course, as incoming National Intelligence Director, you're going to be talking to every single ambassador from a foreign country in this land before the inauguration. That's part of the transition team. There, there's, it goes so deep, and there's so much into this that, I mean, I, I can't believe, and I think where the American people ourselves, where we're getting pissed off, all of this treason, these felonies, uh, just like Chuck Schumer um, and Waters, they're guilty of inciting civil unrest against the government. 
That's what Schumer was doing in front of the the um, Supreme Court that day. That's what Waters was doing. That's what Nancy Pelosi's always doing. They're inciting violence against the government and civil unrest for their own political gain. They have no amnesty. I got looking through the, the clauses and the statutes. Do you know that there is no amnesty for Joe Biden if he was if they say and here's the proof and Durham comes out and says you're guilty of this coup along with Obama, Hillary, all of these players, everything else, he can be perved walked. He is he has no amnesty. No sitting senator or congressman has amnesty if a they have they are being charged with treason if they are being charged with a felony or if they are being charged with an attempted civil unrest against a government the government for political gain that's how the claw reads so with what's going on here i mean i have no idea I know Durham has fast-tracked his investigation, and his is not a report. His is a criminal investigation, so Durham could pop right up Friday and unseal indictments and say, arrest this one, arrest this one, arrest this one, arrest this one, arrest that one, these charges, these charges, these charges, these charges. I mean... What we are seeing for documents right now, it proves a coup. But if they pull the trigger too soon, they may miss the kingpin, which we all know is Obama. It all leads, all the roads, all the comments, everything that were unsealed last week, all point to Obama was doing it. Now, they need to unseal those documents and say, we have them. We got them. We got Obama. We've got Clinton. We've got Biden, Comey, Strzok, Lisa Page, uh, Brennan, Clapper. We have them all. And anybody in the media that touched those leaked, illegal, felony leaked information they're also guilty as players within the same thing. Because that stuff was not to be leaked. You, you, If you unmask a name, that is for your investigation. That is not for you to leak that information to the media. That's where Adam Schiff is guilty, because many of those leaks came from him, along with... You look at the husbands and brothers and everything that are in the CIA, FBI, NSA, that have family, either brothers, wives, relatives, whatever, in media. And those are the people that got all the information that they, were, that they obtained illegally because it's supposedly an active case. And for case in point... If I get a land use case in front of me 
and before we sat down to hear the case, I am out talking with the neighbors of the plaintiff. And I'm giving, feeding them information, and I'm feeding them stuff. I'm done. My ass is grass. And the state attorney general will be the lawnmower. I can't go out and be talking about a case that hasn't even played out yet. So, and that's what's happening here. So it's there's a lot of stuff all coming out at once, but it stems all the way back to 2015. That's when they started going after Trump. That's when they started watching and spying on Trump. 2016, he was they knew he was killing Hillary Clinton in the polls. What they told the people was not the truth. They knew what the truth was. They knew that they were fighting, had a fight for their life. They had to get Hillary in as president no matter what. But once Trump won, that's when the coup began. Because now we have to remove him. No matter what, we need to get him out of office. Because if things play out the right way, just like Hillary was caught on hot mic, if that son of a bitch wins, we are all going to hang. And all we can pray for at this point is she hangs, along with Obama and all the rest, as there are tribunals in Gitmo for these traitors. (laughs) Yes, Mills has got me all pissed off I want to go beep, 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 beep The bitch But that's just me (laughs) Hello For the sake of this discussion Let's look at let's look at, at the at, uh, at, at, at some, uh, a couple of the key uh, the key people on that list. Mm-hmm. Brennan Clapper, call me. Okay. Yeah. Biden. And one that's not mentioned in the list. Obama. Which is very strange because one would think. Yeah, but you know who is mentioned? That you know who is mentioned? His top aide. His top aide. Yeah, Dennis uh, McDonald. Right. He was mentioned. So. So. So Obama didn't so do Obama. it. He made his subordinate, he made his do, it. subordinate do it. That's that's what that's, what they call uh, what plausible they call, deniability. Uh, plausible deniability. Wow, I can hear myself. Wow, I, <laughs> I shouldn't be myself. There, it just stopped. Whatever you did, it just stopped. That was I freaky. Had to turn the speaker. I thought me, again. myself, and I were having a conversation. Whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, that was, uh, unfortunately, my speakers, I had to turn them down again. But, yeah, that, but, 
it, what you what you need to look at when you um, I know the documents are so long and there's so much crap to it, George. But if, if you look at um, Susan Rice's deposition that came out last week, she even admitted she was surprised. And uh, Susan Powers also, how did Obama know about all this stuff on Flynn? So they were even questioning how he already knew. And remember, Lisa Page, what did she say to Strzok? He wants it Obama. He wants it all. So Obama was the kingpin. They just need to put all the pieces of the puzzle together. So that's why that's why I think he wasn't on this list yet. Because he didn't yeah. ask for the unmasking, he already knew. Lies the yet. What's that? But now, okay, even though Obama's not mentioned on the list, and his aide is, see, that aide could not take it upon himself to get that information. He had to be directed by the pre- by the so-called then president to do it. Exactly. Which, which stands to reason, and correct me if I'm wrong, would stand to reason that would make Obama culpable in all of this. Bingo. You got he's it. Supposed You're right. to, he's, he, supposedly he was the president of the United States, the commander-in-chief. Right. And doesn't it all start at the top? And like the old saying goes in the, in the service, shit rolls downhill. That's right. And there are a lot of things that go on in America, I, I will say, that your your head of your your um, DOJ, the the director of the Department of Defense. There's a lot of things that do go on that the president does not know about, just because he can claim plausible deniability. I didn't know. I didn't know my uh, department. You know, the Department of Defense was uh, going to attack Russia. I I, I didn't know. It's plausible deniability. But when it comes to this, Obama's fingerprints are all over everything. That's how I nailed the town. The one big mouth in the select board that kept trying to say it was all a joke, he shut his mouth and felt like an idiot when I said, well, isn't this your signature on these documents? We're going to table this for tonight, and uh, we're, we're going to have to pick this up at a later date. And he ended the discussion. Because I just knew. Mm. <laughs> and that's the thing with Obama. Like you just said, his aide, his aide has to ask, hey, Massa, can I go to the bathroom, please, Massa? I'm about ready to piss my pants. Can I go, Massa? <laughs> okay, you can go. But that's yeah, how I mean, it, it works. It's, and it's it's unfortunate that the mainstream media at large 
isn't having the having conversations like we're having now. Right. Well, it, it seems like to I me told the wife be, before she went to bed when you were talking about that earlier. The the biggest thing about with the media and with like what this Sullivan is doing doing now, trying to create a case where there is none. What bothers me is first and foremost. The Senate Judiciary Committee should be should your duties are hereby suspended. You are being brought in on ethic charges. Period. What he's doing is not only unethical, but it's continuing a coup, and it's also taking away the due process and the rule of law for General Flynn. They should be hauling his ass in there and starting the impeachment against that federal judge. You're out of here. You're, you know, what you're doing is, is unethical. But where nobody but nobody, all, you know, the little peons, the, this little peon, that little peon, they're getting fired, they're losing their job. Nobody but nobody has been charged with an offense yet. So the mainstream media, they're just laughing. They think that it's going to be as the status quo has been for the past 20 years. Yeah, this is all going to blow over next week or the week after, and nobody's going to get charged. Nobody's going to get in trouble. As soon as it looked like Matt Lauer was going to take down NBC, who got fired? Matt Lauer did. You're out of here. Chris Matthews. Bucking the system. You're out of here. That's how it works. And they disappear. But no now, the only way to stop all this shit, you start perv walking. That's it. You go right in and you perv walk shift right out of the house chambers. You're under arrest for an attempted coup on the United States of America. Gone. Nancy Pelosi, you're out of here. You're under arrest for an attempted coup. Schumer, I don't care if it's McConnell, Graham, whoever. If you're in the Senate, Republican or Democrat, House member, Republican or Democrat, and you're, you've got your fingers in this, you're out of here. Perv walk time. That alone, just Barack Obama being perv walked and arrested for treason against the United States at the same time Hillary Clinton is grabbed for treason against the United States. That's when the shit hits the fan. That's when the little peons in the media know that their days are numbered because they will no longer be able to get away with this type of corruption. And as far as the trolls go and stuff, they're, they're, they're hilarious. You know, they, they have no idea, the, these minions that keep backing, and they're everywhere. They're everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. They honestly do not have a clue to reality. They only know what CNN and MSLSD spews every single day. That's all they know. And what they're spewing is fabricated, it's made up, it's fake news and that's been proven but we need the arrest and that puts an end to it all 
Well, one thing's for certain. It is going to get very interesting in the days ahead. It's going to be very oh, yeah. interesting in the days ahead. In way. Because the, the one thing that I find hard to fathom, and maybe it's just me, but I find it hard to fathom that these Democrats would be so naive, so incredibly naive, to think that they're above the law. And right. what I'm hoping is that Durham's, uh, Durham, you know, exercises caution, doesn't pull the trigger too soon, like you said, and gets all his ducks in a row very carefully. And I suspect, I suspect that very likely at this time. He is definitely keeping things uh, right on where a timeline. Right on a timeline. Exactly. It has to stay there that way. Because not not to we can we can come back, but you need an update on General Mills. Hmm. I was about to I was about to ask you about that. What is the lady she she did coming from she did cave not, not, on not, a lot of it on a lot of her mm-hmm. lockdown as of Monday, all but four counties will go through be able to start getting back to normal. The four counties she's keeping on lockdown are the economic engine. Of Maine. That's where all the population is. Those are the four she's locked, and the people are at wit's end. But it gets even better. Sunday River, Rick Savage, that made her look like a fool on national television, she now, she the courts have been closed in Maine since mid-March. She is now trying to get one of the courts open back up so she can file civil charges against Rick Savage in order to put a black mark on his name because he made her look like a fool. Mm. That's how ignorant this lefty truly is. She is going to... You, you can't arrest people... You you can't hold court, but I want one of the courts open so I can file charges against this guy that made me look like a fool on national television. So that's where Maine is as of today. <laughs> and Tucker even talked no, wait, about me, it tonight. Let me let me ask you this: these four counties that that are, that are being kept locked down. Yep. The people in these counties, when they learn of this decision on the part of General Mills, folks, not to be confused with the cereal company, okay? When they learned of this, were you? What was their initial reaction? Uh, do you have any any uh, any any sense they of were what their livid. initial reaction was? Their initial reaction were they were livid. They were losing it. There's 
Mm. You take there's there's essential companies right here. I saw it on Monday. My my son showed up here, and uh, he says, "Yeah, he he says the boss is a little in a pissy mood today, bitching at everybody, because even though they're an essential business, most of the population they're ignorant little liberals, and they're all scared of this virus hoax. They're all scared they're going to catch it." They're all scared that, oh, if you get within six feet, you're going to get it. They're not looking at the true facts that most of, number one, 80% of the people infected in Maine are in, they're either elderly, they're either in nursing homes, veterans' homes, or long care facilities and uh, rehabilitation centers where people are forced to be locked down with sick people it's also coming out that the majority of them may have just had the flu not COVID there's an investigation going into that as well as the deaths like we just had a death today and oh he acted all somber and sore it was a 92 year old lady in a nursing home but they marked it as COVID that's the lies that's going on. But as far as the business owners, they are at wit's end. They have had it with this bitch. Literally had it. And she ain't going to, you know, where she's going to go from here, I have no idea. But she she's just like Pennsylvania threatening people, um, New York threatening people, de Blasio threatening people, Newsom threatening people. The people are so pissed off right now. You keep threatening people, and yes, what we say, she's going to get drug out of the state house. She's going to get drug out of the state house with pitchforks and torches, and they're going to hang her in on the front steps. That's what's going to happen to Mills. They've had enough of her. And But she's just like these other Democrats, Whitaker and all the rest. They think they're above the law. I am a dictator. I have the right... Well, yeah, we also, we have our Second Amendment right. We have the right to be free. We have the right to know what we're doing and not listen to a scumbag that has shit on the Constitution. <laughs> she's not going to make it through this unscathed. And no dem- she's even starting to get pushback from the Democrats in the, you know, the Democrat lawmakers in Augusta because... Their constituents are telling them, your ass is done. You're out of here. We put you in there not for this yet. We put you in there for socialism, not for this totalitarian rule. They finally learned what socialism truly was. And like a lot of the trolls that are sucking on mummy's titties that come in here and <laughs> try to you know, prove to us that they have something other than coming out of their mouth, they don't have a clue because mummy and daddy are supporting them. Mummy and daddy are buying everything for mummy. And I saw it. I saw it with the doctor that my wife used to work for when I first met her. His kids, his oldest son was 35 years old, married, living in Florida, calling him once a month for rent. And he was paying it. 
I told him, I said, Dr. Scott, you have to stop this. He's got, oh, well, he, he's trying to get into the, the pro-golfing league. And I said, what, so you're going to support a, a 35-year-old for his pipe dream if he's going to become some professional golf player? Really? And the last I heard, he's still, most of his money is still being kicked out to his kids. And these are the liberals today that once the fear of them actually having to become a productive part of society, they're not going to have anything to do with it. And this is what Democrats feed on. They feed on their ignorance and their stupidity. And there's your millennials for today. It, it, it's yeah. pathetic. It, it's, they don't it's, know what it's like. It's, it's insane. It is. It's yeah. totally insane. I mean, no way. You know, it was just yeah. like I was laughing with everybody last night. They were wondering what was going on at the middle school over here. And I said, well, it, they have to ratify the teachers and stuff. All have to ra- And the unions, they all have to ratify the New Year's budget. So I can tell you exactly what's going on. Do you agree to a million dollars in raises? Yep, 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 yep. Okay, passed. And we'll be voting on it in a couple of weeks. We only have 1,900 last year, 2019. We only had uh, 1,978 students in this RSU. Guess what their annual budget is? $44 million. $44 million for 2,000 students. Pathetic, isn't it? Here in Maine now, you That's can get hired, nuts. bring fresh out of college at 26 years old and get $45,000 a year and a full Cadillac health care plan, pension plan, all paid for by the taxpayers while you covered 12%. <laughs> Welcome to liberal Maine. And they, she wonders why everybody left. She she can't figure it out why all the the producers are leaving. And now she's stuck with a bunch of moochers. She's the state's broke. They have no they have no money to even fund their welfare programs. So how how long do you think the Muslims that they piled in here from Somalia up there in Portland and Lucent, how long do you think they're going to go without their welfare check and without their EBT cards? They're not going to tolerate hmm. that at all. <laughs> not at all. Their imams want their 30%. According to Allah. Bet you yeah, didn't know that. To either, all did you? Frankenfurter. Right. Do you know that if you are in a mosque, you are part of this community, this mosque community. Thirty percent of your income goes to that mosque. Whew. 
Oh yeah. Wow. Yep. And of well, course, have, because of their religious freedom. It, yeah, but because of their religious freedom, these men are allowed to have their three or four wives and their twenty kids. And oh yeah, they're all getting big checks. Some of these Muslims here, these Muslim families, are getting close to ten grand a month in state aid and welfare and everything. Yeah, it's it's pathetic. Well, I'll tell you so. what. People of Maine are going to have a party if it keeps up. Yeah. That party is going to be... Whew, oh. I, I, I shudder to think, seriously, I shudder to think of... I mean, how have you had any conversations, or have you heard from anyone in the in the law enforcement community uh, in regards to this insanity that's going on up there in Maine? I mean, I'm sure yeah, there, a lot of them. Some there is a lot of them. They, they've had enough. They're getting sick of it because now you're having a lot of teenagers that are fed up with being forced to stay home so now they're beating up they're in fights with their parents they're running away uh they're committing suicide um and what the cops are sick of is the ignorant millennials if you need your car registered you're given some grace because of the shutdowns but there is provisions where you can go online and you can register your car online. But you have kids out there now driving their cars around. They they won't go online. One kid and my son that's the tow truck that works for the tow company, they're getting loaded up with impounded cars because kids are not registering their cars. They're just leaving pissed off at mommy and daddy and taking off in their car that's unregistered, uninspected, and think that they can get away with it. And if the cop's got having a bad night and he's pissed off, your car's impounded. Especially if you lip off to him, your car's impounded. But many of them, if you talk to them, hey, I've tried, I've been trying to get online, I, I've been trying for a month to get this stupid car registered, and you're nice to them, they'll let you go. But as far as a lot of these arrests that she wants and the liberals want, they don't dare to. There's been there's too much tension here, and people don't have a problem with. They are kind of stupid. They're standing there taking pictures of themselves and posting it on Facebook and everything with the gun, saying it's time to clean up the state. And they're sending them to General Mills. They're sending them to lawmakers. And it's like, you kids are fucking stupid. At least we know enough. Wait until you've got about, like, 40,000 of us all heavily armed, ready to fight for our freedom. Then join us. But if you go out there one at a time like you're doing, you're going to get arrested. You're going to (laughs) get taken down. But, yeah, there's a lot of cops. They've had it. And I've even heard it with the the rescue. The questions that they ask 
if I were to call because my meds aren't working, I'm having a hard, I can't catch my breath and everything else, they would immediately tell the rescue to if I called them when they come here that I am U21 positive, meaning I've got COVID. I'm part of the COVID hoax. They will show up here in zook suits and everything else, even though I have emphysema and I'm having a bad time with my emphysema, I will get drug right into the system as a COVID patient. Because you didn't, I don't know if you've noticed on Skype, do you see what I told you on Skype? Just like I said was going to happen. All of my testing, doctor's appointments, everything are now pushed back into July. That I was supposed to have tomorrow, today. All that's pushed off until July. And if you're having a problem, go to the emergency room. (laughs) So you see how bad everything has become. It's just, I I don't know. I really don't. But cops have had enough. They're, They're so pissed. You know, they're giving people breaks. They're they're sick and tired of this. And, yeah, the cops, they're not going to go bother Sunday River. They know he's sitting up there with about $300,000 now through a GoFundMe just to sue the state. And many other companies have not paid their taxes, and they have left. They've just closed the door said, no, fuck you. Out of the state they're going. Uh, Sunday Rick Savage, he's not paying any of his taxes that they want nope I'm using it to fight you in court and there's also um, churches have jumped on board and filed papers against her and the other article that's on there that I sent you guess what she got caught with what another big problem is seems so back in April of 2019 she paid a company in San Francisco $370,000 called Streetlight Data to monitor, track, and data mine everybody with a cell phone, be a smartphone. They can't track mine, but a smartphone and log in and give her all of their mileage of when they left home, where they went, how far they... because she wants to enact a carbon tax on the amount of miles you drive but she forgot that you can't track people like that illegally and well she got caught Mm -mm. but of course mainstream media everything nobody's talking about it but the article is real I know it did happen I have talked with people the friends that I know the high-up people that I have been in contact with for years that we still talk, they tell me what's going on, and they confirmed, yes, it did happen. I mean, I'm good friends with two representatives in Augusta. I worked right in the town with them and everything else. You know, I know these people. I know what's going on. And that's why I can't mention their well, name because they'll never talk to me again. <laughs> no, and I and I wouldn't want you to reveal your sources. That, that's one thing right. I would not ask you to do, uh, because you know, 
that's you know because you're like you said they'll never talk to you again. And exactly. We don't want. We, no, no, no. You want those. You but want they those they understand. They they, they know who I am. They they know the the stuff I I used to do online and the people I still talk to and but I I don't say anything unless it's been proven. And what's going on here now, this this state is going to come on spun, especially now. I know we've had this cold snap, but you look at the the next two weeks out, and we're going to start only going into the 40s at night, 60s and low 70s during the day. No, people are not going to sit in their home. This is Maine. We have three and a half months to enjoy the outside before we end up back in the Arctic. And uh, mm-hmm. no, it's not going to go over good. Not at all. Well, well, who knows? What's happening here in New York with with with, with this? Uh, they 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 want to open parts of New York here. Okay, fine. You want to open parts of New York and keep New York City closed. Well, you know uh, where they want to keep New York City closed. You know that's that's the governor's big base right there. Yes, it is. And you know darn well they're not going to take kindly to that for too long. No, they're already going stir crazy, from what I can see, bits and pieces of. Well, it's it's. It, I can almost guarantee that if New York City were to open back up tomorrow, there would be no joke. There would be a lot of a lot of uh, crimes opening up because the crime rate would jump exponentially. Right. Because people are fed up. People can't get to what they need. So what's going to happen? You're going to see a lot of break-ins. You're going to see yep. a lot of yep. a lot of home invasions. You're going to see a lot of shit happening that neither Governor Cuomo or Mayor De Blasio have even remotely given a second thought to. They don't because they're 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 living in a fantasy. They think they can call the National Guard. And it's like I told my son. They think they can call up the National Guard. That's your neighbor. They're not going to listen. They're not going to listen to those people say, "Oh, I've got to take up arms against you." Oh, really? <laughs> you are really? And that's what's going. They they don't understand that, and they don't understand half their police force will walk off as well. We're just and not going to adhere thing with, to these. The National Guard, though, no way. The, the thing with the, with the National Guard is, if I'm not mistaken, even at the state level, the, the, the Posse Comitatus Act would apply still. It does. It does, because they are a military force. It's just that they're a domestic military force. Yeah. But that because look at, look, that look, would would slam the governor and the mayor right in the face. Right. 
Because, look, I, I remember, you know, if Mike from Louisiana was here, he'd probably be able to confirm it. All the National Guard, they didn't realize what they were doing when they were hoarding and hurting all the people into the Superdome when New Orleans flooded from Katrina. And a lot of them, they were stripping their films as fast as they were coming out of them saying, I'll never do this again. We hoarded those people in to a death camp. No running water, no electricity, no food, no facilities for the bathroom, no nothing. We were hoarding those people into a death camp. We will never do that again. Never. Many of them and were saying look that. what happened as a, as a direct result of, of that action. Look what happened to the Superdome. The inside yeah. was completely destroyed. And, and, and completely decimated. Right. You're probably talking a hundred million dollars to renovate that thing after they get done destroying it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing shit right here now in Maine. People have had enough. I, I call it. I grew up. We, we called it Jewish lightning. There seems to be an awful lot of businesses catching fire for no reason. And a lot of people that had a job that were called essential are now being laid off because there's not enough business to keep the essential business going. It's just, I don't know. It's not going to be good. No, it's not. But this is all for voter fraud anyway. We gotta do anything in our anything and everything in our power to stop Trump from being reelected. Mm-hmm. And that's it. that's and Mills the, right that's now the, was worried about losing her power the and focused on. Right, exactly. That that's why Felchi and I and I'm sorry, Felchi Felchi needs to be hung. Right up with all the rest. He is just as much at fault for this hoax as everybody. Coming out now saying, now look at the big thing. And they were talking about it yesterday and today right here in Maine. Oh, our children. Oh, the children. Oh, now the children are showing this and that. and All because Felchie said it. They don't even want to open the schools. And as far as, as Chuck the Schmuck, sitting there saying, oh, these firefighters and these teachers, they're union firefighters. They are union teachers. The teachers right here in my district are sitting on their ass at home getting their friggin' paycheck just like always. They're ratifying the new budget for the new year. If they don't open the schools, the teachers will continue to get paid no matter what. It's not like they're getting laid off. And as far as the aid to the people, yes, everybody got their $1,200. The wife did go the other day. She was curious, and they supposedly told her, our check will be in the mail on the 15th. So the old saying of, yeah, checks in the mail. But... 
the people that are unemployed right now, there is the first stimulus took care of that with that temporary unemployment. These people are getting $600 a week unemployment to sit on their ass during this pandemic. So they're not hurting. Most of them are making more money on unemployment than they made in their job. So whatever Chuck the Schmuck is saying is only fodder is only fodder for the titty sucking lunatics in mummy's basement. That's it. That's all it's for. It's for those ignorant people because when socialism takes over, what they don't understand, you are the useful idiot. You're being used right now to enact socialism. Once we get socialism, oh yeah, then the work camp orders come out for your daily dose of water and moldy bread. That's what hits next. They don't understand that because they're not being told how life truly is in Venezuela, North Korea, China. It's all run. You have no choice. When, What are these millennials going to do when they think they're going to sit home all day and collect money from the state to be worthless? No, you're going to have to work for that. You're going to have to produce something for the state to make money. That's how they can provide for you. You're going to go to school. If you're going to go to school and the state's going to pay for it, well, if you're not in school, this is your job. You will work for this contractor or this person or this factory over here. You will do this, and then you go to school. Oh, you want food stamps? Well, no, you're you're working. So you're not you're going to work, but you're not going to get paid. You're going to be working for what they call room and board. That's what you're going to be working for, and you will be mandated, forced by the government to do so. This is where they have no idea what socialism is. Socialism is just a precursor to communism. That's how it works. Because once you have socialism, you bankrupt all of your private industry and all of your private stores. Then you are only allowed to run a store at the edicts from the state. And yes, you do. You pay rent for your store to the Fed, to the Chinese government. A portion of what you sell, say you sell something for a dollar, 50 cents of that goes to the state. And we take another 25 cents of that dollar for the rent. Well, here's a quarter. That's how these people live in China. And they know no better. But the millennials and the liberals here in America today have no idea. They're never, they were not taught that is true communism and socialism like we were in school. We were taught what it was all about. We were taught about the loss of our freedoms and liberties and we will be forced but they don't understand that 
They don't have a clue. They think they can live in mommy's basement and, well, the government's going to pay for my cell phone, the government's going to pay for my schooling, the the government's going to buy me a car, and the government's going to give me spending money. That's what they've been taught. So that's what they know. And anything other than what they've been taught scares the little snowflakes right to death. They, yeah, they're does. scared to death of their own friggin' shadow. Christ, <laughs> half of them can't even look in their pants and say, yup, it's a dick. I'm a boy. <laughs> they can't. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You know, I, I love it when a, when a millennial Don't tells me... Oh, huh? No need to apologize. <laughs> Go for it, man. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm... Listen, there is there is nothing to apologize for, not on this network. Uh uh-uh. uh Well, that that's it. I I've asked a few of them that uh, they see smoke coming out of from my wood stove in the winter time, and they get triggered. That's adding to global warming. There's no global warming. What you don't believe in science? I said, oh, I I believe in science. But can you look in your pants and tell me if you're a boy or a girl? (laughs) Boy, don't they lose it then, George. Oh, they lose it. (laughs) (laughs) I had had to go go down the street to the store today to, uh, to get some milk, right? And this uh, 20-something decided he was going to be Mr. Mr. Big Shot. Now, you can't, unless you're watching the, the, the video feeds, you're not going to see what I'm about to show on the video feeds. If it doesn't dis- as long as it doesn't disappear, I'm good. But, folks, I don't have any masks. My last mask went went the way of the dinosaur, so I've got to use a folded a folded over bandana and look like frito the frito bandito. Okay, <laughs> well this twenty something is looking at me, and he and he blurts out at the top of his lungs, "That's not a proper face covering. You can't wear that." Yes, it is. A local police officer parked in the parking lot, and I saw him, and he's sitting in his cruiser cracking up laughing. Oh, jeez. I turned to the kid. I turned to this little punk, and I said, "Look, first of all, yes, it is a proper face covering because the governor of this state, the dumbass that he is, made it made it mandatory that we have to wear a mask." or some form of face covering. This is a form of face covering. No, it's not a proper face covering. You can't wear that. I said, and who told you that? He actually said it. And I died laughing right in his face. He goes, my mom told me that. I said, is your mom a medical professional? 
Come to find out, his mother works at, as a nurse at the hospital not far from my residence. Yeah. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. You're going to sit there and tell me that your mommy told you that this is not a problem. Get the fuck out of my face, kid. <laughs> I'm old enough to be your father. Thank God right. I'm not, because I, <laughs> I'd have turned you, I put over, you over my knee a long time ago as the ward of the state and said, please, take this fucking kid out of my sight. He's a lunatic. <laughs> right. Yeah, the local auto Put him parts in the state store hospital. is just as bad. You have him doing the Thorazine shuffle and going. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, the auto parts now, store no, no here way. is just as I've bad. I've got a caller from the 405 area code. Troll. Well, let's see what Hello? we got here. 405 Hello? area code. Go ahead. What's up, bro? Well, not much. Not much. Uh, what what's on your story? mind? What are y'all talking about? Oh, what? You're gonna have to speak up. I can. I'm having a hard, I'm having a little trouble hearing you. Oh, my fault. I was just gonna. I was asking you, like, what what do y'all like talk about on here? Like, what what is this? We talk about the uh, news headlines of the day, various topics as as they relate to the headlines that are out there. And we dissect them accordingly. Did you uh, see, like, like the Nazis are coming back? Like, they're making a return? Yeah, you're gone. Have a nice day. Go suck mommy's tit in the basement, will you? Oh, geez, I wanted to tell him, yeah. And I, I heard that they were looking for the Hitler youth, the, the liberals that live in mommy's basement. Hitler, Hitler killed... Uh, the Nazis killed 6.5 million Hitler youth in World War II. I bet you we can beat that number today. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Well, but that that's a, I, that that I is a true fact. That that was sad. That he, that 6.5 million Hitler youth went to their death for that madman. Yeah, well, it's unfortunate, it's sad, but the reality is they were brainwashed. Right. Just like our youth are they today. Right. Yep. They they, well, they think you fight out. war with a they, they think you fight war with what? Those those game controllers? Oh, I can, I can get shot at least five or six times, take a pill and I'm good to go again. <laughs> Seven four zero area code. Go. You look like a fat black man. You're out of here. Go suck mommy's tit. That was the same voice. Yeah, I know. They they use Google <laughs> Voice to uh, you know to do their thing. So they get multiple numbers. They change the number. Right. They they think they're, they're slick, but as soon as I heard his voice, I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Put, go go right. go back and suck mommy's tit for the next millennium, will you? Yeah. 
And, and, and here and we have that's 815 it. area code. 815, go ahead. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead. <clears throat> well, uh, I'm a married man, right? And uh, I've recently been questioning my sexuality, and I think I'm... You're out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> 405, you're not even uh, getting on. So fuck you. I was going to ask him if he was married to Mary Palmer... Right or Mary Palmer left? <laughs> He's oh, probably I'm, got more I'm hair good on with him. Carter's got liver pills in a bottle. <laughs> right, right. Oh, I'm I'm good. I I like driving them nuts, and and I do. I you know just and here like we go. The, that that four hundred five area code is back again, dude. You're not getting on. Goodbye. You're right. There's no sense in it. Leave leave him there so he can get an education. They, they call into shows like this to disrupt the uh, flow, and the only thing that they're getting is laughed at because they're a joke. Right. So, But they're sitting there high-fiving themselves as they, they pass the bong around, George. English. He's <laughs> right, dude. No, cry, no cigar. Hey, man. Night, night. <laughs> now check uh, this out. I, I went to um, I went through some of the news items. Two Republicans <clears throat> won their seats in in the special elections that were held. Mike Garcia managed to flip California's twenty fifth district becoming the first Republican to do that in the state since 1998. Now, Garcia is a former Navy combat pilot, was declared the winner on Wednesday after his Democratic challenger, State Assemblywoman Christy Smith, conceded the race. The congressional seat was previously held by Representative Katie Hill, who resigned last year. And both Garcia and Smith will face off again in November. Wisconsin State Senator Tom Tiffany was able to maintain the GOP's control over the state's conservative-leaning 7th District left vacant by Representative Sean Duffy. So Tom Tiffany and Mike Garcia, congratulations on your on your respective wins. But now this this tells me and I want to see what uh what you guys think of this because I got Gunslinger still on the line with us too. I want to see what you think in regards to what I'm about to say. Because the California twenty fifth district was taken by Mike Garcia and Tom Tiffany took the seventh district in Wisconsin is this a prelude of things to come when November hits? Are we seeing a potential flipping of the Congress from Democrat-controlled to Republican-controlled once more? And if the Senate remains under Republican control, and, of course, Trump will win in November... 
do you do you see this as a a very real possibility? I do. Yeah. Gunslinger, what about you? Yeah, me too. I mean, it's uh, it, the way these people are acting and what they have done. They're digging themselves deeper. That's all. That's all. That's all, that's all there is to it. They're literally digging yep. themselves deeper. And I'm glad they're digging themselves deeper. I really do because they deserve everything that they get. Uh, for what they have done, how they have lied, how they have cheated, how they have committed treason. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, it's yeah, yeah. They 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 deserve that, and they. They deserve much, much worse. Okay, it's like, like you've always said. I've said it. Nobody said it. They need the fucking rope around the fucking neck. Is what they need. Okay. Right. Because I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't make that up. The founding fathers of this country made that up because they thought that that would be appropriate punishment for butt fucking your fucking country. Is what you're doing. Okay. It's treason. Exactly. Okay, and I agree. I mean, if you're going to stoop that low, when you're going to bend over that low to do that to your own country, okay, sure, this country's got problems. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. But it it doesn't have as many problems as other countries do at this point, okay? Um, so when you do that, where else are you going to go? I don't see any moon bases up there. I don't see neighborhoods on the moon or Mars or anything else for that matter. Not now, anyway. Uh, where else are you going to go? I mean, right? Because no, what, no other country wants you. No other country wants you. You sold out your own home country. We don't want you in ours. So maybe we could just send them to the moon and and just tell them, oh, there's a moon base up there. Really, I heard it on CNN. Yeah. <laughs> Pack up, boys. You're going for a ride, but but it is. I I see it as a. Yeah, go ahead. No, I just want to say this: if they if they don't like the country the way it is, leave. Okay. Right. There's you can right. swim, There's ships leaving every fucking day. There's airplanes leaving every hour. Well, was and will be again eventually. Uh, you can get the fuck out of this country. Okay. Nobody's holding a gun to your head saying, motherfucker, you're going to stay here. I mean, it's stupid because uh, they're not. So if they were right. over there and, and enjoying those communist, dickheaded fucking shithole countries, let them revoke their citizenship, shit the motherfuckers out. I'm all for it. Right. You know, and it's like you, you love China. Well, I I hear, and you know, they they just lost a, a, a few million slaves. Go ahead, go. I agree with Gunn. Get on a boat, get on a plane, whatever. Get on a slingshot. I'll pull the friggin' thing from California to Maine and let it go. Hopefully, you can make it. But uh, get. Because if you stay here and you keep digging that hole, I'm not on this D8 dozer for nothing. I will bury your ass and not even think twice. 
But you see, with within California, now you know why Nancy Pelosi wanted all those millions of dollars for the mail-in voting. What happened in the 90s to California? That's when the state legislators put through mail-in votes. As soon as they got mail-in votes, that is when the state went complete Democrat because of the voter front. They're out of money. They can't run these big campaigns like they did. They can't run this big voter fraud. They don't have the money to pay all these people to change the ballots as they send them in from the post office. They're all out of money. They're freaking out. They know that when they cannot enact their voter fraud provisions that they have been using for years, what we saw in California just will happen again in November. Because they were trying to tell the people he was only up by 12%, but he won last night's vote by 20 to 30%. That tells you just how sick and tired the California people are. Mm-hmm. And the same, exactly. the same in Wisconsin. Well, I've got a caller from the 818 area code right out of... Helendale, California. Helendale, California. Go ahead. Oh, dude, I just took the fattest fucking shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, go suck mommy's tit. By the way, I'm going to expose that one because he actually comes up with a name. (laughs) Bobby D. Cox Jr. Nice going. Oh, geez. Incredible. I wonder if he put sprinkles on it because uh, that's all he's going to have to eat here before long in California. That's the way they're going, yeah. <laughs> so we got we, the, G, the the Republicans picked up two congressional seats. And it, it's very possible they'll pick up a whole bunch more. Right. But now, yeah. You get a load of this. You're going to love this one. This is right out of New York City. New York City <clears throat> New York City Health had rejected NYPD mask plea. I don't give two rats asses about your cops. Ooh. Really? New York City's health commissioner blew off an urgent NYPD request for 500,000 surgical masks as the coronavirus crisis mounted, telling a high-ranking police official that I don't give two rats' asses about your cops. The Post had learned. Dr. Oxerus Barbot, there's a real fucking winner of a name, folks, made the heartless remark during a brief phone conversation in late March with NYPD Chief of Department Terrence Monahan. Sources familiar with the matter said Wednesday. Monahan asked Barbot for 500,000 masks, but she said she could only provide 50,000 
according to sources. I don't give two rats asses about your cops. I need them for others. This is what Barbot said. The conversation took place as increasing numbers of cops were calling out sick with symptoms of COVID-19, but before the department suffered its first casualties from the deadly respiratory disease, according to sources. Oxyrus Barbot. Hmm. Just for shits and giggles, I'm going to look up this person. She is one butt-ugly bitch. <laughs> she is butt-fucking-ugly. I swear to God, this woman is... Way I bet you comrade General Mills beats her, though. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm going to get a screen capture of this woman's face. Oh geez. Okay. This. Uh, uh, I'll be watching it, but watch for me. I got to reset my magic jack so it doesn't kick me kick me off after two. But I'm watching the video part right here, your video screen. So I'll see it, and then I'll call back in when I'm done puking. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to All right, give me a couple. Give me a couple and, and seconds. It looks like she cut her eyebrows in the middle from a unibrow. Oh, probably did. Oh my! Neanderthals all. Neanderthals have to do that. <laughs> Here, I'll watch the screen. Let me uh, chime back in. All right. So there's there's the, pic, the the screen capture in the chat room. Gunslinger, take a look at the take a look at this face. This is the face that launched, well, uh, hold on a second. I, I need to bring that picture up on the screen here. Uh, ooh, I need to reduce the size of it. Come on, down, boy. Down, boy. That's better. All right, so let me, uh, let me punch it up on the, on the monitor here. Here you go, folks. Take a look at the face that sunk a whole bunch of ships. This is this is Doctor. Hold on, I gotta I gotta flip this around here. This is Doctor Oxyrus Barbot. I gotta find the screen capture. Oh, that's real cute. So, here is Doctor Doctor Oxyrus Barbot. She looks more like a bar fly than a barbot, but that's okay. We we can certainly uh, get there. Ah, there's no way. Okay, <laughs> I know this is not exactly the kind of face you want to see in the morning. <coughs> but oy, 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 with a face like that's a face that could stop an uh, an eight day calendar. <coughs> well, like they say, 
An ugly worm works also. <laughs> de Blasio. Was that your wife or your sister? Ask Joe. <laughs> no, 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 no. She she's she's the New York City Health Commissioner. So it would have to be de Blasio. Oh, Cuomo. Should I, I ask Cuomo if she flicks his nipple rings? <laughs> oh, yeah. I like did that. You, did you very nicely put? Well, did you did you hear about that? There are some people who oh, got well, close-ups one yeah, day when he was taking uh, off his jacket. They were under his shirt. What's he was that? wearing a T-shirt. He was wearing a polo shirt. Yeah. Yeah, and you couldn't miss these fucking things. <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to have to puke again. I can't get that image out of my mind. Yeah, that's one of the what, what, what it is, is uh, it, he's on YouTube. He goes by the young pharaoh. And I, I can't watch much of him because he can't seem to get a sentence out with, you know, say you've got a an 11-word sentence, but every other word is the F word. No. Around here, we, we we have adopted the the idea of applying one particular congressman's name as a, as the new curse word. I'm sure you all have heard it by now, but if you haven't, we're talking. I'm talking about Adam Schiff. I mean, Nancy Pelosi is so full of Schiff; it's not even funny. I mean, all the Democrats are so full of Schiff. It, it, it's it's Inconceivable. Right. Please stop me if I'm if I'm making too many, if, if saying they're full of shift uh, borders on what they are actually full of from shift. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I know that's terrible. Yeah, but but, but Pelosi I needs to be full of shift because her husband had cataract surgery and refuses to sleep with her anymore. Yeah, he took one look at her and went, Oh, my God! Put the cataracts <laughs> back in! Put the cataracts back in! Right. Please take oh. her away! My eyes are bleeding! Oh, I don't know. I'm I just figuring know. out I'm, if, if... I'm just heartless. See, you know, they... <laughs> You know, I, I, I will have to say, I'm going to have to probably second-guess my thoughts in the Bible. There has to be aliens. There there has to be. Because when you get something like Comrade General Mills, that ain't human. It, it, it's just, it's not human. No human can look that butt-ass ugly. She, it, it just can't be. Well, you, you saw, the, you saw what, what Oryx Barbot looked like. Right. <laughs> They must come with the same ugly tree. Yeah, they got beat with the same ugly stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. They, they got beat with that ugly, ugly stick so bad, the ugly stick said, 
please, no more. My stick is bleeding. Oh, right. <laughs> That's, I say what did I ever do to you? <laughs> I can worry <laughs> that too much. Oh, oh, boy. I don't know. Yes, folks. We do like to dissect the news here on Firefox News Online, but we also like to have a little bit of fun at the risk of completely losing our minds. Uh, yeah, but don't you have to have a mind to lose it? That's what my wife huh? tells me. Don't you have to have a, a mind to lose it? At least that's what the wife tells me. You know, I, I think your wife is right, in, 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 at least at least in, in, in the respects that when dealing with liberals, we lose our minds every day, a little bit at a time. You know that old saying from the, the, the um, what was it, the United Negro College Fund or whatever it was, where they, they had the tagline, a mind is a terrible thing to waste? Well, guess yeah. what? Liberals wasted theirs decades ago. Oh, of course they did. That That's where I lose my mind with them, George, is because how can somebody be so ignorant and even know how to get dressed? It, it's just, it, it's beyond me. It. Why do you think they came out with Velcro on sneakers? They gave up trying to teach a liberal how to tie a shoe. It was a losing battle. They couldn't do it. Right. Why do you I think learned they how to tie my shoe in kindergarten. Slippers. They wear they wear slippers, so they don't have to have well, shoes that yeah. get tied. Right. It's just back when I, I, was I a don't kid, know. Back when I was a kid, you know, in the seventies, of course, you know the. The platform shoes, you know, the, with, the, with the thick soles and the thick, the, the thick heels. Well, my brother had a pair oh, of those, yeah. uh, shoes uh, that kind of went just above the ankle, and they were really nice. Well, when when they didn't fit him anymore and they fit my feet, he passed them over to me and said, "They're all yours, George." Well, I actually had a kid in school, look at my shoes and go, how do you tie your shoes? There's no laces. <laughs> so I turned, the, turned one foot and I said, uh, they have zippers. And the kid goes, right. shoes, shouldn't, shoes don't ha- can't have zippers. Only pants can have zippers. <laughs> and I just sat there and I completely I had all I could do to keep them laughing. Well, the teacher comes over and says, no, shoes can have zippers too. And this kid, not missing a heartbeat, turned to the teacher and blurted out, you mean he's got his privates in his shoes? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you know, it's... We were we were little kids. What did we know? I knew better. At least I think I did at the time. But uh, that poor kid didn't. Um, hey, 
Yeah, I'm Attorney General watching Barr makes some... a subpoena from the House Judiciary panel over Flynn case. This according to Nadler. Really? Oh, gee. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I know this, you, this, you this don't no like... Ads. I, I know you don't like Q, but Q war- told us that when the stuff dropped last week, he said, enjoy the is. show. It, it's It's the QAnon thing. But when he posted, when that stuff dropped last week, he said, get the popcorn, enjoy the show. They will call for AG Barr to be removed. Saturday. AG Barr needs to be removed. Sunday. His incompetence, he needs to be removed. Monday. We need to get Barr removed for his incompetence for the office for dropping you know dropping the charges on Flynn you know he, he's not upholding the law but he is upholding the law mm-hmm. he's upholding the rule Same of the way. law quite adequately right because that that's the same thing with Chuck Todd got his ass handed to him because on Sunday morning he cut up the interview that Barr did and try to say that uh, we're the winners so we're we're doing what we want to do because we won but well that was not the context of what he said he said it'll go down we write the history because we won but we're going it will be noted that we followed the letter of the law so they they cut that part out and this is what yeah, liberals just don't it doesn't click to them that they're, you're the sheeple, and I have a slaughterhouse here right full of you little basement-dwelling trolls. I mean, it's, you know, we, we slaughter you every day just for something to do. You know, the bear up here in Maine, they need to eat. Whoops, did I say that out loud? <laughs> uh, could be. Uh, we will not. We will not presume to to speculate on what you. Say. Okay. And I got to bring. Just, just remember that was no way that I, said that because on. Dave's not here. Did you catch? Looks that like one? Gunslinger got booted by his own Skype. Ooh. Dirty name. I'm trying to bring him on, and it popped me back up to the beginning of the list. Yeah, I noticed you weren't on for the past few days. I was on yesterday. Well, I no, I wasn't yesterday. I I canceled yesterday. Uh, I was on Monday though. Well, no, I I, uh, your green light wasn't on, or even a yellow light on your Skype. Oh no, I usually stay invisible when. when I'm doing the blog talk radio side of it. Oh. And uh I I I do open I do go active, but the last time I put it on put the green dot up, Mike from Louisiana pulled me in pulled pulled me into Ron's show. Oh, so that's Jesus. why I don't put the anything up like that. Yeah, he'll he'll come to uh Ron Reck must do a show on Saturday night because Mike will come into RZs and try to get us to go over to Ron Rex. 
But if I wanted to listen to mainstream media, I have a TV and a satellite dish. Mm-hmm. So, it is what it is. Yeah, and I, I use the media's own stuff against them, so, you know. Right, and so do I. <laughs> so do I in my uh-huh. videos. <laughs> Mask on? You got guns on your back on this? So, guns back. Yo, I think I'm here. Yep. Yo. So no, I put my gun on yeah, my side. So AGR grab. Huh? I said I put. I don't put my gun in the back. I put my gun on the side. It's easier to grab. No, I mean gunslinger. I know. Just being a wise ass. <laughs> but you know how that goes. Everybody likes a little ass. Nobody likes a wise ass. Around here, being a wise ass is an occupational hazard, but a good one. (laughs) Yeah, it is in this house. I've trained the wife well. And when my two boys (laughs) show up, well, they've been trained very well. (laughs) Yeah, I better hope she doesn't hear you say that. (laughs) <laughs> uh, All right, so so here here we have uh, Attorney General Bill Barr. He is expected to testify next month before the House Judiciary Committee regarding the Justice Department's recent decision to drop the Michael Flynn case. The panel's chairman said Wednesday the Democrat-led panel will issue a subpoena if necessary if Barr chooses not to cooperate. Chairman Jerry Nadler, or or Jerry Nonads, Democrat from New York, said during a television interview, Nadler said on MSNBC, now that the District of Columbia has extended the stay-at-home order until June 8th, we expect to see Barr in front of our committee on June 9th, the very next day. He said the panel was in communication with the Justice Department regarding the scheduling of a bar of a bar appearance. Barr had been sent to testify in late March, but the session was postponed because of the coronavirus pandemic, according to the Hill. <clears throat> Justice ended its case against Flynn last Thursday as the former White House National Security Advisor was awaiting sentencing following his late 2017 guilty plea on charges of lying to the FBI about his communications with Russia. In scrapping the case, justice officials cited problems with the FBI's handling of of its Flynn investigation that called into question whether the probe was justified. I want to make sure that we restore confidence in the system. Barr told CBS News in an interview last week. There's only one standard of justice, and I believe that justice in this case requires dismissing the charges against General Flynn. But Democrats have accused Barr of dropping the case for political reasons, claiming the Attorney General's motivation was to shield President Trump rather than enforce the law. 
Barr denied those, those accusations in the CBS interview. I'm doing the law's bidding, Barr said. A crime cannot be established here. Having Barr testify would be the House panel's attempt to clarify the reasons why the Justice Department dropped the case. Right, and that comes from the context of the call. Hmm. We cannot have a situation where the Attorney General just thumbs his nose at, and the administration holds Congress in contempt, Nadler told MSNBC. Okay, yeah. first of all, uh, Congressman Nonads, I mean Nadler, really, are you that naive? Do you suffer from a severe naive naivete uh, syndrome or something? I mean, uh, you, no, no, I'm sorry. It, it's Trump derangement syndrome. Right. Well, you know what? There's, there's something that will help you with, with Trump derangement syndrome because it's, it's, it's clear as glass. If you suffer from Trump derangement syndrome, there is hope. Why not get yourself a healthy dose of Thorazine? That's right, Thorazine. <laughs> the magic cure-all for dumbass Democrats everywhere. They'll be doing the Thorazine shuffle as they walk into Congress. They'll be doing the Thorazine shuffle as they walk into the Senate. They'll be doing the Thorazine shuffle as they stand there at the podium, drooling from the side of their mouth going, Democrat. You want to know how to get rid of a Democrat, George? And throw them in the loony bin and throw the key. Give them X lax. Give them X lax. They're so full of shit. By the time they get done shitting their pants with the X lax, there'll be nothing left to them but skin and bones. (laughs) There'll be nothing left. I like the bug zapper idea, too, you know, the liberal, you know, because I got mine hanging up here, and it's the one, and it's just smoking these little puffs of smoke, liberals. Told you. Love it. Yep. Love to hear a good little fry. (laughs) I could start building a very large one. I am very good with electronics. I am very good with electric. Boy, I could build a big one. Oh, me too. You know, I could, I mean, can you imagine there's, it's a 6,000 volt capacitor on a burner motor. I don't know, how many would it take for a liberal? 10, 15 of them maybe? Ah, Let's go for 100. I even got a nice cleanup crew. There's a fucking bunch of ants there that's carrying the dead bodies off. I don't even have to fuck with the dead bodies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can't have ants around here. We have to keep them out of the house. (laughs) We got plenty of opportunities. Yeah, I can imagine. But that's what I noticed. A lot of houses out there are all uh, cement and brick. 
Ours are all wood. When I first bought the house, I was wondering why the front, why the the front looked kind of funny by the front stairs. Well, the lady I bought it from, she just decided to hide the big carpenter ant nest and just put some new clapboards over the top of it until, well, of course, the ants ate the clapboards. And I said, that don't look right. And that sucks, boy, when you got to start replacing an 8 by 8 sill. Yeah, but the I trailer did. I got here, it's just uh, wood side. So yeah, I, I got very, very variations. Is it little bitty, bitty, tiny little piss ant, or the big? I think they're carpenter ants or something. So I got the whole damn family. Yeah, we have we have a lot of ants, and because while I'm I'm close to the uh, the ocean. Where I'm 16 miles inland, we're we're still covered. There's a lot of sand, a lot of sand, and yeah, them friggin' things are everywhere, everywhere. And I hate them. And them carpenter ants bite, little pricks. <laughs> they clamp on. They don't like to let go. But that's why I like the neighbor's chickens. Neighbor's chickens keep them cleaned up pretty good. But I I, I don't know. Nad, Nadler, he's... The, the biggest thing with Democrats is they try to get public outrage. That's what they're hoping for. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to rally their base to get pissed off so that they do stupid shit. But what Nadler and them are forgetting, the left turned in all their guns. They're le- the left are afraid of that inanimate object that just comes to life and shoots people for no apparent reason. It just does it. So do you think those little snowflakes? 